It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to the Padres Postgame Show on the Padres Radio Network. Coming up, we'll deliver a full recap of today's game with highlights. Plus, we'll take you down to the manager's office to hear from Bob Melvin. And we'll give you an update on scores from around Major League Baseball. The Padres Postgame Show starts now on the Padres Radio Network. We are live here at Dodger Stadium in L.A. as the Padres drop the middle game of this three-game series to the Dodgers. The final score, Dodgers 11, Padres 2. Sam Levitt with you here at Dodger Stadium. In Chavez Ravine, a tough one for the Padres. They fell behind early. A tough start for Michael Waka. A huge day for Freddie Freeman. And the Padres get outscored 11-2. Dodgers had 11 runs, 11 hits, and one error. Padres, two runs, five hits, and no errors. Padres with the defeat drop back to 10 games below 500 at 68 and 78. Dodgers improved to 88 and 56. A lot to do here in our post-game coverage. We'll go downstairs here at Dodgers Stadium, hear from Bob Melvin, recap this game in its entirety, play all the radio highlights for you that you need to hear. Plus, we may have some additional post-game reaction coming from inside the Padres clubhouse as well. But quickly, to recap and react to this one, uh, well, this was a game where the Dodgers took command really early on. Uh, they scored one in the first inning against Michael Waka, Freddie Freeman on his birthday and his jersey giveaway night had a huge day. Four hits. He went four for five, a triple shy of the cycle. He had a two run home run in the third to make it a three nothing game. Dodgers ultimately would take a four nothing lead. Padres would make it four to one, but then Will Smith, a three run homer in the fourth inning made it a seven uh, to one game. And really from that point on, the Padres did get a home run from Fernando Tatis Jr. to make it seven to two, but in the seventh inning, Dodgers got two more. They got two more in the eighth inning as well as they go on to win it 11-2. But it was Freddie Freeman who's having just a, 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 a ridiculous year. I mean, he's he has been so good this season. And tonight on his birthday, four for five, four runs scored, had the home run, two RBIs, Will Smith, couple of hits, including the home run. And the story on the pitching side here tonight, Michael Waka, his second straight Pretty tough outing. Four innings, seven earned runs given up. Seven hits allowed. He walked three. Walker throwing a grand total of 86 pitches. And meanwhile, Lance Lynn, who came in really struggling in his last couple of outings entering this start, well, the veteran right-hander, he was really good. Seven innings, two earned runs given up, picks up his 11th win. So for Michael Walker, who has been really, really good this year, really from the start of May, 
uh, until the last couple of outings. He's had a couple of tough outings in a row, albeit against very, very good lineups in the Phillies, now the L.A. Dodgers. But the last two is, have not uh, been quite as good for Michael Waka in this one here tonight. Four innings and seven earned runs given up as the Dodgers again even up this three-game series at a game apiece, setting up the rubber game of this set tomorrow here at Dodger Stadium. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. Again, the final, Dodgers 11, Padres 2. Back after this on the Padres Radio Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network from Dodger Stadium as the Dodgers beat the Padres here tonight 11-2 in the middle game of this three-game set. A big day for Freddie Freeman, a solid start for Lance Lynn. Padres offense did not do a whole lot against Lynn. A tough start for Michael Waka. We will continue breaking down each and every aspect of this game. Sam Levitt with you here in L.A. at Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium clearing out just a few people Still uh, here taking some photos, and now uh, the security is uh, guiding them uh, out of the ballpark right now. Grounds crew working on the field. Nice evening here in L.A., but not such a nice game for the San Diego Padres. They still will have the opportunity to win this series tomorrow, which is a big deal if the Padres can win the rubber game tomorrow. Padres, uh, if they do win tomorrow the rubber game it would be their first regular season series win over the Dodgers since June of 2021 Dodgers have won 12 consecutive regular season series against the Padres so that's what is on the line tomorrow Padres trying to win a series in the regular season here against the Dodgers for the first time in a long time and trying to make sure we're still not talking about that going into 2024 of course the Padres last year in October when it really mattered most, uh, won that National League Division Series. But, hey, uh, is what it is here in 2023. Padres, obviously, the season has not gone according to plan. Meanwhile, the Dodgers uh, winning their 88th game of the season. And, by the way, with uh, Arizona losing in New York today to the Mets, the Dodgers pick up two games in their magic number to clinch the NL West title. So that is now down to five. And uh, we'll have plenty of time to talk uh, about uh, the Dodgers, what they did here tonight as we break this one down let's recap this one here from la let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new el cajon ford commercial service center servicing all fords up to f750s and motorhomes Second game of this three-game series after the Padres won yesterday by a final of 11-8. to Here's how it went. Padres put two on with nobody out in the first inning against Lance Lynn, but they did not score. Dodgers got a run in the bottom half. Freddie Freeman singled. Will Smith hit a double. Max Muncy scored as Freeman... 
uh, I should say, excuse me, Max Muncy scored Freeman with a sack fly to give the Dodgers a one to nothing lead. It was still one nothing as we went to the bottom half of the third. Kike Hernandez hit a leadoff single with one out. It was the birthday boy, Freddie Freeman. Here's Freddie Freeman on his birthday. Hits it in the air to deep left center. Grisham's back into the gap. That one gonna go. Two-run birthday blast for Freddie Freeman. Into left center, his 26th of the year. And the Dodgers now lead 3-0. Dodgers would later load the bases on three walks. They scored another run on a fielder's choice to make it 4-0. Padres then loaded the bases with nobody out in the top of the fourth inning, a scenario where one swing could get the Padres right back in this thing. Trent Grisham bunted with the bases loaded into a forced play at third. It was a hard bunt that Max Muncy picked up on the third base bag, stepped on the bag, but it did score a run. It would be the only run the Padres got in that inning. In the bottom of the fourth inning, Dodgers leading 4-1. to one. There were two on and two out for Will Smith. Here's the 0-1, and Smith launches it to deep center field. Grisham's racing back. At the wall, gonna go. Three-run homer, Will Smith. Well, it is now 7-1 to one Dodgers in the fourth inning. Freeman, Smith, back-to-back, back, two and three in the batting order, have yet to make it out tonight. Big day for both Freddie Freeman and Will Smith. We'll recap their days coming up here in a little bit. So the Padres were trailing 7-1, going to the top of the fifth inning. Fernando Tatis Jr. got the Friars a little bit closer. There's Fernando with two outs and nobody on. Swings at the first pitch, sends it in the air to deep right center. Outman's into the gap at the wall, looking up, going to go. Abu Taco for Fernando. 24th home run of the year for Tatis. And a 7-2 game here in the fifth. Nice moment for Fernando Tatis Jr. Padres still trailed 7-2 after 5. Nick Hernandez would pitch two scoreless innings in his major league debut. He was back on for the bottom half of the seventh inning. The Dodgers loaded the bases against Hernandez. He was replaced by Rich Hill. Chris Taylor hit a one-out RBI single to make it 8-2 against Hill. James Outman hit a sack fly to make it 9-2. Then Hill would return to the mound for the bottom of the eighth inning. Padres still trailing 9-2 at that point. He would give up a walk to Mookie Betts, a double to Freddie Freeman, his fourth hit of the night, and then ultimately a two-run base hit to J.D. Martinez to make it an 11-2 game. And that was the final. Not much else to tell you about offensively for the Padres. Final line here tonight for the Dodgers starter, Lance Lynn. Seven innings, two earned runs given up, five hits. He walked two, struck out three on a grand total of 111 pitches. Michael Waka, tough outing for him. Four innings, seven earned runs given up. Seven hits, walked three, struck out three on 86 pitches. Kyle Hurt made his major league debut for the Dodgers on the mound, called up just earlier today. He was very impressive. Two scoreless innings to polish off the game. Nick Hernandez also made his major league debut out of the bullpen for the Padres. He went two scoreless innings, and then, like we said, ran into trouble in the seventh inning, came out. Rich Hill would uh, allow a couple of Hernandez's runs to score, so his final line, two-plus innings, two earned runs given up, and Rich Hill giving up two earned runs in two innings of work as well. Again, the final totals, Dodgers, 11 runs, 11 hits, one error. Padres, two runs, five hits, and no errors as it sets up the rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow here in L.A. Let's go downstairs and hear some post-game reaction. 
Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food, 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. What do you think Waka's struggle is tonight? Uh, you know, maybe not his best command, maybe a little too fine, missing just a little bit and getting some, some bad counts. Um, you know, the line that he put together today, I don't think we've seen this year, so it's a little, you know, we're just not used to seeing that. And they got some decent pitches to hit and, you know, did some damage on them. The line today may have been kind of worse, but since kind of late August, he hasn't been the guy that he was for maybe those first three and a half months. Is there anything you've noticed in that time that's that's kind of falling? You know, I, 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 you're not the same guy all year, right? And, you know, had to spend a little time on the IL, came back, and... You know, we're getting late in the season. He's put together a lot of starts. The one inning you had some traffic. Yeah. Laid down the bunt. Right? Yeah, I think Grish saw Muncie back, was trying to, and he's a pretty good bunter, was trying to put a bunt down and get a run in and keep the bases loaded. What was the, against Lynn, what was kind of the struggle for you guys tonight? Yeah, you know, pretty good two-seamer today, cutter, basketball up in the zone, kind of splitting the plate. Through some really good two seamers, maybe that we haven't seen as much today, and they used his breaking ball a little bit later, and just couldn't couldn't do any damage on him. Through a lot of pitches, you know, got through seven innings and only had five hits off him. I don't know what you knew about Hernandez before, but what what did you think of what he delivered for you guys tonight? Yeah, I mean, he gave us some innings that we needed. You know, only had a couple days off. Um, you know, ended up being a tough line with leaving the bases loaded in the last inning, but. Looked like a nice little slider, fastball that kind of plays better than the velo. I think it looks like his slider's kind of his pitch. Well, you have to shut down a guy like Darvish, you know. I was probably coming at some point, but how do you keep that, I guess, feeling of, of we're, we're shutting guys down, there's not much left to play for from creeping into the clubhouse? Well, it, it is what it is. So, you know, we've addressed that we just got to keep playing and expecting to win games. You're going to see some different guys out there. We've always also had some injuries on the position player front, too, so... Um, just something we have to deal with, and it's when you rely on your depth a little bit. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from inside the clubhouse here at Dodger Stadium after this 11-2 loss at the hands of the L.A. Dodgers here tonight. Sam Levitt back with you inside the booth here at Dodger Stadium in Chavez Ravine. A uh, couple of things to get to there from Bob Melvin. Uh, he was asked there about you Darvish. Uh, if you missed that earlier today, you Darvish officially uh, being shut down for the rest of the season. He's dealing with a now stress reaction uh, in that right elbow. And we'll replay some of what you Darvish had to say earlier today, coming up a little bit later in case you missed it during the pregame, because uh, it, it was pretty interesting to hear you, what he had to say uh, about what is uh, going on with that elbow right now. But for right now, they are shutting him down for the rest of the season. So uh, that was the update from Bob Melvin and you earlier today. Uh, as far as this game, look, there, there's not a ton to talk about. Uh, Michael Waka did really struggle. Now, Waka has been very, very good this season, although last couple of outings has not been nearly as sharp. Wednesday against the Phillies, four innings, three earned runs given up, seven hits. He threw a ton of pitches, 94 of them. And here tonight, he got hit 
quite a bit against this Dodger lineup, a great lineup. Seven earned runs given up, seven hits, and he did give up two home runs, one to Freeman and one to Smith. Freeman, a four-for-five night. Will Smith also had two hits and was on four times in this game. Padres did trail in this game for nothing. Now, the one spot in this game where it did feel like the Padres, and to their credit, much like they did last night, had a real opportunity to, to sort of get right back in it was when they were down 4 nothing in the top of the fourth inning. They loaded the bases against Lance Lynn, Juan Soto, leadoff double, Manny Machado, a single, Xander Bogarts, a walk, bases loaded, nobody out. And then Trent Grisham stepped to the plate and laid down a bunt, uh, a, a really hard bunt, too, down the third base side. It was picked up by Max Muncy, who stepped on third. That's how hard it was. It it was picked up by Muncy at third base, and he actually stepped on the bag and forced out Manny Machado at third base. It did score a run. It was a bit of an interesting decision, Um, and I think you could kind of tell there from Bob Melvin, you know, a bit of an interesting decision to be bunting there in a a spot, you know, where one swing can, can tie the game, and a guy in Lynn who gives up a ton of home runs, and certainly Grisham, a guy who can... Hit it out, but uh, you heard there, I mean, you know, Grisham's trying to, uh, I suppose, keep the line moving. It did bring in a run, um, so I guess in that sense, it's sort of like a sack fly, but obviously a spot there where, you know, you have a base hit, Lynn is, is struggling there, and he gives up home runs where, you know, opportunity there for Trent Grisham to hit a home run and tie the game or, or you know, extra bases, whatever. Um, but, uh, look, that would be the only run they got in that fourth inning. So they were unable to get it closer than just four to one after having the bases loaded, nobody out in that fourth inning. And, uh, look, aside from that, Michael Walker struggled. Nick Hernandez gave you a couple of good innings out of the bullpen, but obviously ran in trouble in the final inning in the seventh. Rich Hill came in, allowed a couple of runs to score. And the story for the Dodgers was Lynn going seven innings, two runs given up, and uh, the Dodgers getting four hits from Freeman and two hits from Smith, including the three-run home run, and uh, their offense doing a very nice job here tonight. So that was the story, and uh, we'll continue to break this one down here on the Padres Radio Network. When we return, we'll hear from tonight's starting pitcher, Michael Waka. We'll also replay some of that U Darvish audio for you before the game. He talked about being shut down for the year what exactly is going on with that right elbow right now again the final dodgers 11 padres 2 back after this on the padres radio network with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All 
Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Dodgers 11 and the Padres 2. Sam Levitt with you here at Dodger Stadium in L.A. As we wrap this one up, they'll play the rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow here at Dodger Stadium. We'll have more on that matchup coming up a little bit later. We'll also go downstairs uh, here at Dodger Stadium. Here's some post-game reaction from Michael Waka, tonight's starting pitcher for the Padres, coming up in just a minute or two, so stay tuned for that. First, let's tell you about our ace pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's... Ace Pitcher of the Game, brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg, all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our Ace Pitcher of the Game here tonight, trust me, doesn't give me any pleasure to do this, but I think it's got to be Lance Lynn of the L.A. Dodgers. He was really good in his start, a big bounce back for Lynn. Seven innings, two earned runs given up, five hits, walked two, struck out 311 pitches. We told you about his struggles entering this outing, giving up eight earned runs in less than five complete innings in Miami. His last start, his last two starts coming in, 15 earned runs given up in nine innings. So he had really struggled and given up a lot of home runs as well as of late but uh very good here tonight did give up one home run the 24th of the season solo shot for fernando tatis jr in the fifth inning but that was really it and uh got out of that bases loaded jam in the fourth inning with just one run given up so lance lynn here tonight to be honest with you i think he's the lone option for ace pitcher of the game but he was very good picks up his 11th win of the season on the flip side of this pitching matchup, a battle between two former St. Louis Cardinals. Michael Waka had a tough evening. Four innings, seven earned runs given up, seven hits. He allowed two home runs, one to Freddie Freeman, one to Will Smith. Uh, Michael Waka throwing in this game a grand total of 86 pitches. Takes his fourth and Let's go downstairs here at Dodger Stadium and hear what Michael Waka had to say after today's game. I mean, arm and body, they all feel good. Um, I would just say just, yeah, the command and the pitches uh, definitely definitely needs to get tightened up a little bit. Just too many pitches running back to the middle. And, uh, you know, some elevated um, that high that, you know, just you don't get away with too many of those. And definitely not tonight. And you haven't had to for most of the season. What's your theory on why this has been happening? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to go back and look at, you know, some, some tape, maybe a little mechanical issue on, on getting the getting the ball where I need it to go. But, uh, you know, I know it's in there. I know that uh, we can get back on track here. Uh, and, you know, that's the plan moving forward. When you're not having your A game, especially against that team, how, how much more difficult does it make things? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a good lineup. It's deep. And, you know, you got to be on your game and, if you don't have that command, you got to figure out a different way. Sometimes you got to go plan B. And, um, you know, just didn't recognize it as early as I needed to. And, uh, yeah, just too many mistakes uh, tonight. And with the time to line up like that, they don't they don't miss too many of them. I know you've been out for a little bit now, but today kind of learned he was shut down for the season. How tough is that a blow for, for your guys and for this pitching staff? I didn't know that. That's news to me. I didn't hear that. But, uh, yeah, no. He, he's one of our guys that uh, you know that 
we rely on every every fifth day to go out there and compete, and he's been great for us. And um, you know, hope that he gets that thing feeling better and 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 come back come back feeling good and feeling stronger and better than ever. That was Michael Waka down inside the Padres clubhouse here at Dodger Stadium as the Padres fall 11-2 to L.A. here tonight. Sam Levitt back with you inside the booth here at Dodger Stadium. Uh, you heard Michael Waka there talk about his outing, talk about making too many mistakes, and uh, you heard him find out the news of you Darvish being shut down for the season as well. That's certainly understandable. Waka focused, uh, I'm sure, fully on his start, and uh, that, that news only came out uh, well, about a a little bit more than an hour before game time. So, um, look, uh, for Michael Wackett, it's been two tougher outings in a row after a, a really good run. Keep in mind, before his last start against the Phillies, he was in the midst of a 14-start run where he had a 1.65 ERA in 82 innings. And tonight was just the third time since the beginning of May that Waka did not complete five innings in a start. So, you know, the last two are two out of those three, uh, the one against Philadelphia and the one here on the road in L.A. So tough outing for Michael Waka. You hope he bounces back in a nice way next time out. Look, he's had a really, really good season, as we know, and you hope this isn't uh, the start of, uh, you know, a, a not-so-good run here down the stretch, but certainly he'll have uh, at least a couple more opportunities uh, to end this season on a better note than uh, what happened here tonight, giving up seven earned runs in four innings and two home runs in this game as well. You heard Michael Waka uh, allude to, uh, or get asked about, I should say, about you, Darvish, uh, but, uh, after tonight's game. We'll hear from you, Darvish. I do want to replay what you, Darvish, had to say uh, earlier today after we found out he was being shut down for the season not really a surprise if you've been if you've been following along um you know you kind of expected there was a pretty good shot that he was going to be shut down for the rest of the season same story with joe musgrove that's not official yet padres nor joe have said that um you know in fact i've i've, I've got to read what's been written today but uh, sounds like Joe is still working towards uh, trying to, to maybe get back out there. But we'll see with Joe Musgrove. The bottom line is those two guys are obviously very, very important to this organization for next year and in years to come. So Padres are being very careful with them. We know you Darvish will not pitch again this season with Joe Musgrove. We'll see uh, what happens, and uh, I'm sure we'll find out more about that uh, in the coming weeks. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Dodgers 11. Padres 2. Back with more after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Dodgers 11, Padres 2, as the Padres drop the middle game of this three-game series. Sam Levitt with you here inside Dodger Stadium as we wrap this one up. We will hear from Padres pitcher Hugh Darvish coming up 
in our next segment, we'll go back and listen to what you Darvish had to say about being shut down for the rest of the season. We found out that news shortly before today's game, and we'll continue to break this one down from Dodger Stadium as the Dodgers beat the Padres 11-2. to Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game here tonight, I'm going to go with a Padre, and I'm going to give it to Nick Hernandez, who made his major league debut here tonight. For the Padres because even though you'll look at the final line it'll say two innings two earned runs given up the reality is is that Hernandez came in major league debut called up yesterday from AAA El Paso went to the University of Houston was in the minor league since 2016 so he spent a lot of time in the minors came up made the debut here tonight one two three fifth inning then had to get through Part of the top of the order in the sixth inning threw up a scoreless frame. So two scoreless innings. Then he ran the trouble in the seventh inning, walked, or I should say hit a batter, a single, a walk to load the bases. He came out, Rich Hill came in, and Hill proceeded to give up an RBI single, a sack fly. Both those runs charged against Nick Hernandez. So that's where the two runs came from. But you know what? Those first two innings, he looked really sharp, and he did a really nice job. And had Rich Hill came in, and somehow got out of the inning without giving up a run. You know what? It's two-plus scoreless innings for Nick Hernandez here tonight. Instead, it ends up being two innings, two runs given up, so the final line not as pretty. But for the two scoreless innings to start his major league career, for that reason, Nick Hernandez, our relief pitcher of the game here tonight. As the Dodgers win it 11-2, let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Fit Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit ValleyViewCasino.com today. Player of the game here tonight on the Padres Radio Network. Well, normally, you know, I, I try to give it to a Padre. You know, somebody like Fernando hit the home run. But when a guy has a four-for-five night and he comes a triple shy of the cycle and all of what Freddie Freeman did today, let alone on his birthday, I think it's got to be Freddie Freeman of the Dodgers as much as it pains me in an 11-2 game. He had the single and a run scored in the first inning. Two-run home run in the third, single and a run scored in the fourth, a double and a run scored in the eighth. So all in all, a triple shy of the cycle, four hits including the home run, and four runs scored. So it's got to be Freddie Freeman here tonight in an 11-2 Dodger win. That's our player of the game here tonight. Trust me, gives me gives me no pleasure, but it's hard to look at the one solo home run by Fernando here tonight in an 11-2 loss and then look at what Freddie Freeman did here tonight with the four hits and the four runs scored and uh, not give Freddie Freeman our player of the game here tonight. Anyway, we will come back and we'll hear from you, Darvish. Again, news earlier today, not that it was all that surprising, but it did confirm what 
uh, you probably thought at this point, and that is that you, Darvish, will be shut down for the remainder of the season, although I, I thought it was really interesting to hear from you and hear about what exactly is going on with that elbow right now. So we'll revisit what you had to say before today's game, out-of-town scoreboard, and we'll wrap things up, get ready for the rubber game of this series coming up tomorrow evening here in L.A. Final score in the middle game of this series here tonight, Dodgers 11, Padres 2 on the Padres Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Dodgers 11, Padres 2. These two teams will play the rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow. Much more on that coming up in a little bit. Sam Levitt with you here at Dodger Stadium up in Los Angeles as the Padres drop the 68 and 78 on the season. Dodgers improved to 88 and 56. Big day for Freddie Freeman in this game. He had four hits and four runs scored, including a home run. Will Smith, a big three-run home run for the Dodgers in this game as well. Bright spots offensively for the Padres. Fernando Tatis Jr. had a couple of hits, including his 24th home run of the season. Base hits for Jerks and Profar, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, but that was it. In fact, from Xander Bogarts on down in the lineup here today, all overs. Bogarts was over uh, 2, did have a walk. Uh, Garrett Cooper ended up replacing him. I'm, I'm actually interested to uh, see the situation with Xander. He did foul the ball right off his shin uh, earlier. I did stay in the game, so it looked like he was all right. But Cooper did come in and uh, replace him in the lineup, playing first base later in the game. He was 0 for 1 in the one at back. Grisham 0 for 4, Batten 0 for 4, Sullivan 0 for 3, Rosario 0 for 3. So not a great night for the bottom half of the lineup, but... Uh, Fernando, probably the brightest spot of the lineup here today with the two hits, including that home run that made it a 7-2 game. That's as close as the Padres would get as they fall 11-2. Again, if you're just joining us, maybe you were at work today, hopping in your car for the very first time, whatever you were doing on this Tuesday, you may have missed the news. Not exactly surprising news, but news nonetheless that you Darvish will be shut down for the remainder of the season. Here was you Darvish alongside Shingo Hori talking about uh, what's going on with his right elbow right now, uh, what's uh, to come, and uh, pretty in-depth uh, comments here, I thought, from you Darvish about uh, why he's being shut down for the rest of the season. Again, I uh, was dealing with, uh, you know, uh, inflammation and then dealing with what we knew about the bone spurs, but uh, there was still, I guess, uh, a glimmer of hope that you could return at some point, try to pitch again this season, but he will be shut down for the remainder of the year. Here is what Darvish had to say earlier today with the media, again, alongside translator Shingo Hori. Bob told us today that you were going to stop throwing. What's, what's going on? How are you feeling? And what, what's the expectation at this point? えっと、ま、90フィートまあ、ま、その、ストレッチリアクションのところが、ま、ちょっと気になったので、ま、元々ストレッチリアクションがあるのは分かったから、まあ、それだったらもう多分今シーズンは、ま、眠った方がいいん
And the other day I was uh, I was playing catch, throwing from 90 feet, um, you know. And afterwards uh, there was some irritation and it wasn't normal. So you know we come to a decision that uh, maybe it's best to um, you know ease off and um, shut it down for the season. See a stress reaction? Is that a stress fracture? Is that what it is, or what? What's the description of that? So it's not a stress fracture, but uh, if you have a stress reaction and if you keep on throwing, there's a possibility that that that, that can become a stress fracture. So the hope was obviously that the cortisone shot would calm everything down. The fact that it didn't, is that any kind of a, a negative sign or what's the hope at this point? So cortisone shot is not a reaction. No, I mean, it's, it's not anything negative. Um, the cortisone shot was shot to, um, to take care of the inflammation that was in the elbow. So that, that's not something that's going to take care of the stress reaction. Um, you know, the stress reaction, you basically need time for it to heal. You know, some players go out there and throw with a stress reaction. Um, you know, and like I told you, I tried to uh, throw and um, it didn't, it just didn't go the way that we wanted to. Is there any estimated time of how long it takes for a stress reaction to calm down? When will you know that you're good and ready to go for next year? Uh, usually it takes six weeks. When did you learn you had the stress reaction and do you know how you got it? I can't exactly pinpoint, you know, this day when the stress reaction happened. Um, you know, when after I pitched in Milwaukee, we got some in images, and that's uh, when we saw that there was a stress reaction to the bone. Um, so, but I was, uh, you know, pitching with some little bit of irritation leading up to that point so you know throwing with some stress reaction just to be clear it's in your elbow the bone in your elbow Somewhat similar to 2018, is, is it, and might the course of action be the similar? まあ、その、その、4月に2018年の4月か5月に最初入ったんですけど、IL に。まあ、その入った時のような感じだったので、あの、まあ、その悪い状態ではそこまで悪いとは思ってない。It's similar in a well. Uh, in 2018, I think it was either April or May is when I went on the DIL or the DL at that time. And uh, uh, it, it, I feel like it, it's, it's pretty similar to that time. Okay, and then in 2018, um, we took some time off and then, you know, tried to come back and kept throwing and then 
it, in, it ended up being more and I had to get surgery, but that's not the case right now. What is your level of confidence that you will avoid surgery? And I can't really speak to that right now. Um, you know, five to six weeks, we'll, we'll let it heal, see how it goes, and then reassess and go from there. You had spoken earlier about how important it would be to you to, to get back and, and pitch for this team, for your teammates this season. How fr frustrating and disappointing is it to, to have ended up here? Yeah, obviously it's very frustrating, you know, pitching is my job, that's how I get paid. And, you know, not to not be able to do that, to not be able to get on the mound and pitch, you know, it is, there is a lot of frustration there. That was you, Darvish, from earlier today alongside translator Shingo Ori uh, talking about the news that you, Darvish, would be shut down for the remainder of this this uh, 2023 season. So uh, a lot of uh, good information, I thought, there from you, Darvish, uh, talking about that stress reaction, comparing it to what he went through with the elbow in 2018. Uh, there was a question there about, you know, his confidence that he'll be able to avoid surgery. So, uh, look, uh, you heard it from you, Darvish, there, and we'll see what the updates are in uh, the weeks and months to come on you, Darvish, but he will not pitch again for the Padres here in 2023. Again, Sam Levitt with you here on our postgame show show on the Padres radio network here at Dodger Stadium in LA. Dodgers win it 11-2 to wrap up the middle game of this three-game series, setting up the rubber game of this series coming up tomorrow evening here at Chavez Ravine. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at scores from around the Major Leagues today. Everything has gone final. We had a couple of double headers today. Doubleheader at Fenway Park. Yankees beat the Red Sox in game one, three to two. The final in game two of that twin billing. The Yankees beating the Red Sox four to one. So the Yankees sweeping that doubleheader from Boston. In the other doubleheader today, White Sox beat the Royals in game one in Chicago six to two. And then it was the Royals over the White Sox 11 to 10 in game two of that doubleheader. Other scores today, Cardinals beat the Orioles 5-2 in Baltimore. Adam Wainwright picked up his 199th career victory. Pirates beat the Nationals 5-1 in Pittsburgh. Braves beat the Phillies 7-6 in 10 in Philadelphia. Matt Olson, though, in that game for the Braves. It is 51st home run of the season. That ties a single-season Braves franchise record. Reds beat the Tigers 6-5 in Detroit in 10. Rangers beat the Blue Jays 6-3 in Toronto earlier tonight. Mets beat the Diamondbacks 7-4 in New York. Pete Alonso is 44th home run of the year in that game. Ronnie Mauricio also hit his first Major League home run in that win for New York. Brewers beat the Marlins 3-1 in Milwaukee. Josh Donaldson, a home run, his first in a Brewer uniform in that win over Miami. Twins beat the Rays 3-2 in Minnesota. Willie Castro, a two-run home run for Minnesota in that game. 
A's beat the Astros 6-2 in Houston earlier today. Shea Langoliers and Tony Kemp had home runs in that game for Oakland. Rockies beat the Cubs 6-4 in Colorado. Chris Bryant, a home run in that game. Mariners beat the Angels 8-0 in Seattle. Mariners snapped a four-game losing skid with that win. And finally, the Guardians beat the Giants 3-1 in San Francisco earlier tonight. And that's a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard on this Tuesday across the major leagues. Now let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game, presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration, because we know how. Fernando with two outs and nobody on. Swings at the first pitch. Sends it in the air to deep right center. Outman's into the gap at the wall. Looking up. Going to go. Abu Taco for Fernando. 24th home run of the year for Tatis. And a 7-2 game here in the fifth. Our play of the game here tonight, the home run by Fernando Tatis Jr. is 24th of the season, made it a 7-2 game at the time. Obviously, Dodgers went on to win it 11-2, but why not play of the game, Fernando, the home run, and uh, certainly a nice moment, a bright spot offensively for the Padres here tonight. Taking a look at tomorrow, final and rubber game of this three-game series between the Padres and the Dodgers. On the mound for the Padres tomorrow, left-hander Blake Snell. And any time that Blake Snell pitches, it is appointment viewing, listening, however you want to enjoy tomorrow's game. Uh, as he continues his push for a second Cy Young Award. First pitch tomorrow at 7-10, opposing Blake Snell, right-hander Ryan Pepio on the mound for L.A. So again, first pitch tomorrow at 7-10. Eco Water SoCal Padres pregame show will begin at 6-10. Snell against Pepio, our pitching matchup for the rubber game of this three-game series tomorrow. Final totals in this game here tonight. For the Dodgers, 11 runs, 11 hits, one error, they left on six. For the Padres, two runs, five hits, no errors, they left on five. Winning pitcher here tonight, Lance Lynn, who picks up his 11th win of the season. He's now 11-11. and Michael Waka took the loss. He's now 11-4. and Time of game, two hours, 36 minutes, and the crowd here at Dodger Stadium on this Tuesday evening, 42,194. As always, if you missed any of our post-game coverage, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night from Dodger Stadium in L.A. Again, the final score here tonight, the Dodgers 11 and the Padres 2. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.